I'm Melissa White, and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. This is a show to help inspire you to live your life to the fullest, but really to learn about those that guide us, our unseen helpers, guides, angels, loved ones in spirit that walk beside us in this life. I'll share with you personal experiences from my life as a professional medium and mentor. I'll also offer you insight into working with the spirit world and introduce you to guests that I find fascinating and that might lead you on your own journey to further discover your own soul's gifts. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Spirit Room podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I'm here today with a very beautiful and wonderful guest. Her name is Kimmy. Is it Nomura? Nomura? Nomura Schwab. Yeah, I know it's a mouthful. (laughs) Who's a wife and mother from Steveston, British Columbia. She awakened to her intuitive abilities after experiencing burnout and adrenal fatigue in 2020. Leading up to the burnout, she felt she had achieved everything she thought she should, however, still felt very detached from life. Looking back, she realizes she was actually misaligned with her purpose and unaware of her values. Since then, she's been on a deep, introspective healing journey, and she now helps others reconnect to their true selves using her intuitive abilities, mindfulness practices, evolutionary astrology, and numerology. So welcome, Kimmy. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. I'm super excited. Now, the first thing I wanted to touch on, because I actually don't remember myself, I was wondering if you recall, how did we meet? Oh, goodness. This must stand back maybe four years ago, at least, maybe even more, maybe four years ago. You know what? A friend of mine had recommended you. Oh, okay. Or a reading. And so I had booked maybe four or five years ago, a one-on-one reading. And I'm pretty certain it was like my first like mediumship type reading, like official one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was of course just absolutely blown away. Like it was just so spot on and so insightful and so helpful. So since then, I mean, I know I like booked my husband in and he was blown away and since then, and then we've just kind of been on this like last this journey, the last couple of years together. Right. Yeah. No, it's quite, I'm always so interested in how spirit kind of does orchestrate and bring the right people together at the right time. And I feel, yeah, this is such a blessing to be able to chat about your journey and how it's been because I know you put so much hard work and dedication into like all of the healing that you've done and everything that you're learning. So I really want to chat with you about it. So tell us about your spiritual journey. When did you really first realize your intuitive abilities, do you think? Oh yeah. It's always such a big question. I love hearing that when I listen to your episodes with all of your guests, because I love hearing everyone's stories. They're so unique. Yeah. And they're just so inspirational. So for me, I don't think I really realized it until we connected again, maybe for like a second or third reading. Mm-hmm. It was at the time of my burnout. And of yeah. course you talk about divine timing. Yeah, It was literally at the time of my burnout in 2020, I just felt the urge a few months before to book a reading with you. Mm-hmm. And of course it just all happened at the same time that when I had you know, I can talk about my burnout, but like a series of panic attacks, it was all like at the same like week in time. And wow, it was just all like orchestrated, right? As you mentioned, it was yeah. all that divine timing of I need that support. And it was through, I think that session or maybe a session after that, closely after that, where you said they want me to tell you that you are intuitive. And I think it was during one of those sessions that you're like, okay, oh, why don't you tap into one of my loved ones? Or it was something along those lines where it was yeah, just, yeah, I remember that. It was just, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it was like, let's go for it, you know? And I think I brought through your great aunt, I think it yeah. was. Yeah. But of course, that's like my first time where I'm like, okay, whoa, I think that I have like this, I'm kind of awakening to this, these intuitive abilities that then I look back and you look back and you're like, okay, wait, it's always been there. Mm-hmm. But number one, I didn't recognize it or I just thought it was normal. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had shut it away. Number two for so long, like probably about 20 years, like 15, 20 years where I completely shut that side down. But when I was a, a child and I think my earliest memory, I was maybe like seven or eight. And I just remember standing in front of like the bathroom mirror and like looking up and I had this thought that came across me that said, this, so this is what you look like right now. Like, this is what you look like. And it was like, I was looking at myself for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I just, that moment sticks with, has stuck with me, but I didn't really understand what that meant or the the impact. But I think really what that was is that I feel like it was like my higher self, like my soul coming through and being like, ah, oh, so this is what you look like. This is your outer shell for this. Yeah. And it was like, and I remember the, the, like, I remember that moment so distinctly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's like my first time. I mean, my mom now tells me that, oh, I used to tell her I see ghosts when I was younger. I don't remember telling her that, but and she yes. just told me that recently. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And you no, know, I never had like a imaginary friend, but I do remember at nighttime. I think that's when they, they would come through. I'd always like imagine things or I would just almost like speak I feel like I was speaking to people I I don't know I don't know what it was Mm -hmm. but I when I look back now I'm like okay that was probably not normal and then I would remember when I was younger and going off to like elementary school I would just be like this I was very I'm very introverted especially as a child and I would just like often like just like my head would just be in the sky like looking at the sky and like looking at the clouds and I'd be like, and I'd see like a break in the clouds where like the sun would come through on a cloudy day. And I just think, oh, there's, there's another soul that's going to heaven. And it's like weird. And I'm like, I don't come from like a religious background. I don't come from like, my family is not religious or spiritual or speak about any of those types of beliefs at all. But I always felt that I was always thinking in that manner. Yes. Yeah. And it's not something that was taught or not something that was ingrained in you. So that's really amazing. And I think it's very good to talk about these stories because a lot of times I think people's, especially like intuitive people, psychic mediums, sometimes the origin story is very dramatic. Like there's a lot of people that are like, they had some experience with the angel, like sitting at the foot of their bed, telling them basically like, you are a medium and you are blah, blah, blah. And I just think like, that was not my experience. And it's not the experience of so many people I know. And not to say that that didn't happen. I'm sure people have had those experiences, but I think it's important to talk about the fact that it can be something that you don't even realize until the time is right. Mm -hmm. You might not have any awareness of it or a real consciousness of what that is until later. And so that's, that's just like, I think it's good to normalize that for people. I know some students are like, oh, well, I didn't know all this time. So obviously I'm not like, Mm. or obviously I'm not intuitive. I would have known, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, Mm -hmm. no, you could go through a long time, a long period of time without really realizing that aspect of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it talks, and, and I will talk a little bit more about evolutionary astrology yeah. and everything, but that, that point that you were just making is that a lot of those gifts, those abilities, mm-hmm. they do come through when we're in our thirties or forties, because often those abilities, are, they just come through and we awaken to them, but we have to really start to evolve and grow. And then those gifts from the past, and we'll talk a little about the past yeah. life essence and all of that but they don't come through. And that's what is a big belief in evolutionary astrology, which is what I study and I do for clients, but that people don't often awaken to those abilities until they're in their thirties and forties when they're really pushed to like, okay, like you need to move towards your evolutionary intention for this lifetime. And these are the the skills and the gifts and the talents that are going to help you. But yeah, absolutely. Um, But for me, I just kind of pushed all of that away Mm-hmm. All of that away through my teens and in my twenties, I don't, I, you know, I can't even recall a moment of me really, you know, I was always fascinated actually going back to childhood with psychic mediums, like always like yeah. love watching anything on TV, reading the books. And I had just this, this pull and this draw because I'm like, that makes so much sense. Like it just made sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, my family was like, Hey, like what, why are you watching this stuff? You know, like, <laughs> what are yeah. you into? But then I really kind of just put that away for such a long time. But I think what came through in my twenties, I'd say about mid twenties is that my grandfather passed away. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was living in Australia and he was in Nova Scotia and he passed away and I got the news 
And then a couple of days later, I couldn't make it back because I just moved there and I couldn't make it back for his funeral in time. And so a couple of days later, I woke up and that was my first visitation when I was sleeping. It's called a visitation dream. But again, and I've had a couple since then of like past loved ones that have come through, but he just came and it was so vivid and I saw him and he just was a younger version of himself. And you just know it's a visitation because like you can recall it like a memory and it's not like a dream, right? And I just knew that he was coming just to say, it's okay. You can't make it, but I'm okay. Like, look at me. I'm younger. I, I'm great. And he kind of came with like this bright light behind him standing at like my door. And it was just very comforting and, and very peaceful. So that was probably like one of my first, like, whoa, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of just still, it didn't really get things going for at least a decade later. Yeah. So I totally relate to that. Like having those experiences and then still, another like five, 10 years, you know, until it was like, okay, now it's time. But certainly, yeah, for me, age 30 was pretty pivotal. I feel like that's where it really started. Yeah. Yeah. Age 30 is very pivotal. That's when things started to happen. Seven return, you really move towards your purpose. And that also just brings up another memory for me is that when I had my daughter, so this would have been like five years ago. So Mm -hmm. it was my early Mm thirties and I walked into her nursery one night And again, this is before any intuitive abilities, you know, you and I had really connected. Yeah. But I remember walking into her nursery in the middle of the night, she might've like was stirring. I walked in, opened the door and I suddenly felt like this presence, like sitting in the chair. Yeah. It was like, it took me like back. I opened the door and I'm like, there's this presence like right in the room. And I couldn't, I've never experienced it before. And I really do feel it was my, my grandmother who had passed away just a couple of years prior to that. And she was, I just feel it in like a little rocking chair. And I immediately just like shut the door and left. I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure she's fine. My, my daughter's yeah. fine. But I was just like, yeah. so you have these little moments, you yeah. know, over the decades and you're just like, and it's like, they're kind of saying like, hello. <laughs> yeah. They're like little like knocks on the door. Like, okay, totally. she's going to answer yet. But I know yeah. that intensity though, of that feeling, it is almost like it does take you back, you know? And it's yeah. sort of like a feeling of like, oh, just need to catch your breath for a second. Cause it's yeah. so palpable and tangible and real. And yet when you try to put that into words to explain to someone, it might just sound like, okay, like you walked into the room and felt something, but I know exactly what you're saying and how that feeling is so intense. So intense. And you're so right that you cannot, because I try to like verbalize it. Yeah, and it's, it, yeah. it's just like, okay. yeah, like it does not make like, sense unless you've had that feeling. Right. And it stays with you, that feeling. Yeah, it really does. It's so impactful. And so that was the first time. And I haven't really experienced something like that since, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it was just because, you know, I wasn't expecting it. I was caught, was caught off guard or it was just like spirit's way of just kind of really trying to warm me up to what was to come a couple of years later. <laughs> That's what it feels like preparation. Yeah. But I mean, what a beautiful gift to receive that. Yeah. yeah. What about the interest in the evolutionary astrology and the numerology? So I know it started, yeah, intu- intuitively and then also recognizing like you are a medium, you are mediumistic, you connect with spirit as well. But what about the astrology and the numerology that really kind of drew you in? Yeah, I think it was actually all around the same time. So this was like fall of 2020. I was Mm -hmm. basically going through my burnout. I mean, it was obviously also COVID and I was working from home with these two little kids. So that obviously played a part in like the adrenal fatigue, but it was deeper than that. It was very much so deeper than that. It was really not feeling fulfilled and like detached from life and doing and just kind of going through the motions. And so I've been going and I really think it was like the universe's way of just like pulling that rug under my feet. Cause I wasn't listening. I wasn't making the changes. I was just kind of really in like living in an unconscious type state and just doing what I felt I should, even though it didn't feel right. I was just detached from my emotions and what my passions and desires. I didn't even know what they were and what my values were or really understand like my self-worth or my value of any of my inner resources. And so it was just, it all kind of came to a head. So when I connected with you, it was all the the right timing. I had just recently gone through a set of like panic attacks that I'd never had a panic attack before, but I think I was just at my end, the end 
of the fatigue and just being completely in my mind and just living inauthentically, I really feel. And so when I connected with you and we started to do those readings and then we did some more sessions together, it just really opened up this whole new area. And then another one of my friends, actually funny enough, it was the same friend. Now I'm just mm-hmm. thinking and putting it together. It was the same friend who recommended you those years oh. before. She was like, Hey, check out this numerology thing. Mm-hmm. And she had sent me this link and we're always sharing stuff because we were always interested in yeah. those types of modalities. And, um, I had plugged it in and my information in, and it said like, okay, you're a life path 11. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like your core purpose for this lifetime when it comes to numerology <clears throat> and it's, it's this master 11. I started reading about it and I just felt like the whole, everything that was, I dove deeper and I calculated my expression number, like other core numbers within numerology. I just felt like, wow, it just resonates so deeply with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so fascinating. And so it really started off with numerology. That was really the big piece. Yeah. <clears throat> and so then I started to really kind of self-study and research and found a Canadian numerologist and signed up for some of her courses and learned like everything I could. Cause I was just like, okay, I'm on this like journey at this point, I'm on this journey of like self-discovery because I'm like, wow, like I need to really like wake up and figure out why I'm here and what I'm doing and what makes me happy. So I was just going through this whole journey with being part of your your circle, studying numerology, doing reading a ton of books, diving into everything mindfulness, because now I was like, okay, like I can live in the present, like learning all these techniques to manage the ego and those limiting beliefs. And it was just like this huge journey for me. And so numerology was just like so fascinating. And then I started to really pick up and start this passion project. So I started working with women to really show and share everything that I've learned in the mindfulness realm, how to really connect because I'm on this journey too. So, Hey, like work with other women that are also similar to me who felt the same way as me as like, okay, like who am I? Like really, who am I? And it's about putting yourself first. Right. And that's a big part of my purpose for this lifetime, something that I wasn't doing previously. And so yeah, I just started to work with women and I incorporated the numerology because it all goes hand in hand, right? Because numerology is a a modality to help you really understand what is your life purpose? What are the personality and the characteristics and the qualities that you bring in with you to help you move towards your purpose for this lifetime? And what are those skills and talents and abilities? And so I was able to use that to really move forward and figure, you know, start on my own path. And I then helped women and I work with women to, to do the same. And so that master number 11 with that life path number, it really talks about being like the spiritual channel, the spiritual messenger. Right. And so it suddenly just kind of like, it all came together that the meeting, you know, the session with you and connecting, joining your circle and all of that. I was like, okay, aha, this makes so much sense. This is where I feel connected. This is what lights me up. This is what feels right. And it was so different than anything I'd ever done before. So that was just over two years ago. And it's just fast forward to now jumping into astrology. That's again, I've studied the numerology and then came around a really great mentor for me with evolutionary astrology. And so I've spent the last year studying to become certified. And now what I do is I bring the two modalities together, numerology and astrology, because they really complement, they validate, validate each other. And I use both those modalities to really help myself, help women, help moms with their children understand themselves better. Yeah, phenomenal. I mean, first of all, the soul blueprint, we, we're going to talk about it because you've done this for me. And I want to share like what that experience is about because I think that's such an amazing offering tool to help someone to really be affirmed in who they are first of all why they're here I mean that's like a huge that's a huge question that people do really struggle with you know so there's a huge purpose with that but I wondered is it Jessica that was that the friend no Chelsea oh oh okay I might be somebody else (laughs) but anyways there was something about the okay so the connection between the numerology and the astrology yes I know also like I've had clients who've come to me 
I've done a reading for them, given them information about themselves, same type of thing, but yet it's coming through intuitively from the reading. And then they'll go and they'll see you or they'll see another astrologer or numerologist, something, and literally come back to me and say, oh, did you talk to them? Like, (laughs) did you guys discuss me? And I'm like, no, (laughs) not at all. But literally the same information. So isn't that, to me, the thing about the astrology and the numerology, the information that you can pull from that, Mm -hmm. that's so mind-blowing and fascinating because obviously it's hugely validating, but it's like, oh, it's literally another way to get Mm -hmm. the information. So it's just like whatever resonates for each individual. Yeah, absolutely. It's just using different skill sets, right? Although it's all in that intuitive realm anyways, but I do use my intuitive faculties, but I also am using this amazing gift of being able, or like a tool, Mm -hmm. sorry, to look at the natal chart, to calculate the numerology numbers, right? It's like an added piece there, but it's so interesting because when you and I've met and we've done our sessions together, what you would tell me is like so spot on, right? I feel it. And then I'll go and then I learn numerology and astrology and then I do that. And everything that you've said to me completely validates it, right? It's and just, how is it like, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> how does that even work? Like, it's so incredible that you can find it in the chart. To me, I, amazing. It is absolutely amazing. I mean, anything in this realm is just, it's, we cannot comprehend it yeah. using our human brains. Like it is, yeah. we cannot comprehend it. How can, because when we use these modalities or when I use them, we are, I'm using your birth details. I'm using for astrology, your birth date, your time, your location. When it comes to numerology, I'm using your full name as it appears on your birth certificate Mm -hmm. and your birth date, right? So how is it that from these key birth pieces, we, it's like the key to understanding your purpose, your evolutionary intention your personality, your traits, your, your gifts, your talents, how that works. I cannot tell you, nobody understands it. Right. But also when I started learning both modalities and then bringing them together, I'm like, wow, they really weave together. And I haven't really come across anyone who brings the two modalities together. But when I started to learn both, I was like, they really speak and complement and validate each other. That it's for me, it just gives me like a fuller, bigger picture, more comprehensive picture of a client's blueprint. So that's why I use both. But how they speak together, I have, I mean, astrology is looking at the placement of the planets at the exact minute of your birth and how they speak to each other. And then numerology is like using calculations from your birth date and name. Like, how does that, how does that work? But it does, it just does. Well, you start to then think about, I don't think there's any mistakes or coincidences when it comes to what we're named. I totally agree. I feel like it has to be some kind of divine yes. orchestration because it really does set you, I mean, set you on a certain path. There's an energy to those those letters, the combination yes. of the letters. There's an energy and a vibration to like all of that. So, yeah, I mean, when people stress about what they're going to name their child, I feel like, yeah, you probably should. Like, that's like a major, that's a major decision. But I also, <laughs> wrong. Like, you can't, you literally can't go wrong with it. Like, it, you're going to, I do feel that it's going to be like in those moments where you're going through all the baby list names and you're like, oh, what do I name my child? And it's like, it's going to intuitively come to you as a parent already. So yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It 100% does. It makes all the difference in the world. How you spell a name, everything can change your number. Yeah. And that talks about your expression number and your heart's desire number. That's your emotional needs. And that's your characteristics, your talents you bring in that a change in a number is, is everything or a change in the letter and the way you spell something. So I totally agree that we think we have power, I think, as parents over yeah. what we name our children, but I think it's also like it's intuitive and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then then I start thinking, oh, like when people change their names, you know, yes. like that's so interesting. And even for me, I think I mentioned to you before that like my birth name is different than what I use for my business because white is like my ex married name, you know, but yes. that's when I started doing my work. And so that's how people know me. That's like 
you know, so I keep that last name, but like, it is interesting to think about the the two different energies. Oh, I think you've, yeah. I think you've looked at the breakdown before. And so there's aspects of each that I like my, yes. my birth name and then the name that I use. You know? Absolutely. So I totally, yeah, that's a great point. So if you do change your name, if you get married or for whatever reason, definitely calculate it with your birth name. Those as well. that's really like your innate talents and skills that you come in with. And then things evolve, right? And so it's a kind of a blending of both. So I would definitely calculate it both ways to get that fuller, richer picture. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. So, okay. So I wanted to to chat about the soul blueprint. So just from my perspective, very, very validating the things that you brought through. Very specific when it comes to abilities, things that I experience, the way that I see the world. And also validating around areas like an area of tension that I felt was so validating to see that is a thing Mm -hmm. like that actually comes up in the astrology because Mm -hmm. it's something that I feel deeply, right? It's like a bit of a challenge area for me in my life and just really amazing to see it. So our session on Zoom, but you've got it all laid out visually so I can follow along as as you're talking to me. But like, I can't think of one thing in this comprehensive, basically like report. It's like a report on, you know, me as a person. (laughs) Um, I can't think of one aspect that did not uh, resonate, did not make sense, or was not totally like, oh, yeah, that's exactly right. So I, I just feel extremely blown away by the like, ability to be so specific with it. So super healing, you know, and also so like interesting for me, because like, I don't really receive that type of thing that often usually like giving the information. So I really like that. Like I was like, oh, this is like, this is really really fun. But just the insight, I just feel like it's literally you are giving someone like a blueprint, Mm -hmm. like this is Mm -hmm. why you're here. So yeah, I like that's something that's priceless. It's funny because I don't know if you remember this, but you and I probably did like another session. Oh gosh, time escapes me. It could have been a year and a half ago, possibly. Anyways, and you had said during that session, you had said you're going to create something really beautiful, something visual, something unique Mm -hmm. that you're going to be able to give an offer to women to help them along their journey. And like, I remember you saying that. And I had like an inkling in my mind at the time, like, I know I want to create this. I know there's like, something so special with like what I want to create. Cause I had this feeling, but then it was very validated. And you said that you were like, you're going to create something very special, very tangible, something very beautiful. That's going to help these women. And you tell a story or something along those lines. Yeah. And that was what I was thinking at the time. And of course you were, you're spot on. And, and so now fast forward, like a year, year and a half later, it's been a lot of work, but it's been like a lot of um, experimenting. So how the soul blueprint came about, it was from, all of my experiences over the last two and a bit years of doing various readings, like with astrologers, numerologists, like I've tried any modality because I'm open to everything and I want to experience so much, but it was like a combination of what I really liked in my experiences and things that I wish may have been a little bit different, like where I was kind of like left, like, Oh, like it would be really nice if I had like something tangible that I could like refer to. And this is my really the iteration that I've, created and I you know really have kind of envisioned over the last year and a half to create something that is literally like a report because if you know me that's like that I'm just very structured and orderly and I yeah and I did I want to create something because I don't want to just offer a reading and speak to you and point at your chart and point at your numbers and then kind of be like okay like there you go and any questions and And I wanted to create something that was really like that they could take away because there's so much information. Because as you said, it's very detailed, right? And it's a lot of information. So it's something that they can take away and either re-listen to, whether it's a Zoom recording or look at the blueprint and then just also refer to it. Because I find that if people are ever stuck, like go to your talents and your gifts and your abilities, because you need to leverage those really to really kind of inspire you. So, yeah, I mean, I really wanted to, again, make something really special and very tangible for people to be able to take away. I love it. I love it. And also, I think the the way that it's communicated, one of your really strong abilities is to break something down and make it accessible for someone. Mm -hmm. So I've had astrology readings before. 
lots of information, but I can't say that I understood what they were talking about. Like some of the degrees and this and that. It's like there's so many terms that yeah. an average person might not be aware of, or they could hear that and maybe look it up and go, okay, that's what that means. But then trying to process like, okay, what does that actually mean? Like for me personally, that's a totally different thing. So I think the way that you explain it and lay it out is really easily accessible for people to actually understand, you know, like yeah. what you're talking about, because unless you've studied astrology, some of that could be super overwhelming. A hundred percent. And so that was one of the big pieces, the qualities that I wanted to, when I was designing this is that I, I didn't want it to be so technical. Yeah. Because as you mentioned, astrology is so, there's so many pieces, so many layers, yeah, so many different things you could look at. And there's so much rich information that you can pull. I want it to be simplified in easy to understand languages so that language so that people could say, okay, like, well, what does this mean for me? And like, what can I action or what are the key information? Right. So I really, my biggest piece and my biggest intention for this soul blueprint was not to include all of the technical pieces. I have a reference at the top of each page to say, this is the placement that I'm referring to, but then I write everything yeah. in that plain language. And I try to tell a story. So obviously as we went through, when it comes to evolutionary astrology, which is the type of astrology that I do, it's really taking you through incorporating a past life essence, which is a little bit different than, than other forms of astrology. So the belief is that there's really a story within a story on your natal chart. We can really, I can tap into your past core karmic story, your past life or lives that were really impactful and the reason for you coming back into reincarnate for this lifetime. So we, I walk you through the past life essence and I tell a little bit of a story just so that you can understand that emotional undertone for that life. And then we move into your present life and what that might look like, especially in the first 30 years of your life, before we get into your purpose, your life path, then your personality that will support your purpose, emotional needs, and then the talents and gifts that will help you again, reach that evolutionary intention. And then I always like to cap it off with what's coming up in this year, like what's coming up for 2023, what some of the energetic movements or just placements that are happening for you in this year. Yeah. I love that you do touch on the the past life influences because the more I do this work, the more I recognize that it has such a deep impact on who we are, but also the things that maybe we fear, the things sometimes that we're challenged by, and also like the things that we can harness, like the things that we could bring from that previous experience that will help us in this life. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important to look at that essence of like, where are we coming from? Like what what yeah. is the sort of underlying theme? And then we're moving toward, what are we moving towards? You know, so yeah. that, I think that's really cool. It's a really neat aspect. And it's so wonderful. You can look at the chart and see the South node and the North node and, yeah. and have that understanding. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly it. The key word I think is themes, right? And because we all have like particular themes that yeah. we are, our soul is wanting to work on. Mm -hmm. That is very individual to each of us, right? So we can look and find those themes and look at any potential subconscious blocks that we can then recognize and say, oh yeah, yeah, that's always a point of contention for me. Yeah, that's always an area of tension for me, right? Mm -hmm. And it makes sense. And then I think just having it like visually and, and knowing it and having someone say it to you and validate, it's like, yeah, I've been feeling that. And as you said about those areas of attention for you, it's like just being able to see it and be validated, validated through those certain placements. It's like, okay, like you almost kind of give yourself a little bit more grace. I think yeah. if you're a little bit more like, it's not just, you're not just in your head about it. It's like, okay. And then you can understand perhaps feel why I might feel this way, or this is a particular theme that I'm working through. And that again, just again, it just gives you a little bit, you're a little bit easier on yourself, right? Yes. I think you can have a bit more compassion. Yes. And then also you can't really change anything without the awareness of it. So you might have the awareness of it to some extent, but then when it's in black and white in front of you, that's a different kind of awareness, right? So that's really amazing. And I also think too, the things that really kind of annoy us, frustrate us, bug us, trigger us, 
I really feel most of the time it's part of the theme. They're there for a purpose. And if you look into your astrology and it comes up, you can be assured that, yes, you're you're meant to actually figure out a way to make peace with that or find a way to heal that or find a way to work through whatever that is. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's helpful for sure. What about like working? I know that you're doing some work also with like mothers and children. So how is, how is that really evolving? Oh yeah. I love it. I, I primarily work, well, I work with women, but I work with a lot of moms and yeah. it just makes sense because as a mom myself, I have been able to use these modalities. I've been able to use these tools to be what I feel to understand my children better because mm-hmm. we are all so unique. Right. Yeah. And we know that like <laughs> people always say if they have like two or three, like all my kids are so different or like I have one like this and the other one's the opposite. And it's true. Everyone is so different and we have to really take into consideration these uniquenesses in our children. I mean, in everybody, but especially in our children as parents. And so it's helped me really understand so much about my kids and really like for example one of my daughters so one of my kids she's five and she's really here to work through like she's on a lot of leo in her chart and in numerology she's the life path one she's here to really become that leader to be that creative leader and to really share like her creative like process with with the world and she's meant to really shine and do the creative expression that is all over. And again, that's another example of how astrology and numerology speak together. But what is a theme that I'm seeing in her childhood and who she is right now is that she has to overcome this major like fear of like people and like the competence to speak up. And so, you know, but we come here to do things that aren't, it's uncomfortable. It's that's how we grow. Right. So she's coming from a very shy and timid and, you know, type individual and she is here to actually she's extremely creative and so for me I'm like I put her in all art classes like anything you know everything art we bought her an art desk for Christmas Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that's what makes her happy and that's why she's here so I encourage it by instead of if she doesn't want to play soccer she don't want to play baseball that's fine but the art thing is what she really wants to do so I you know make sure that we put her into that but I recognize that she's going to be working through issues of confidence and confidence in her creative abilities and to be able to be out there to shine, to really be in front of people, because that's something right now that she lacks a lot of, of confidence around, but that's going to be her evolution and that's going to be her growth over the years. So I just find it just so fascinating. And so, you know, each of my kids, they have their own story. They have their own themes that they're working through. So I keep that in mind when I'm parenting them, but then, so then, yeah, that's just been something that I'm like, it's just so I'm like, I have to share this with other moms because it's so great. And so I do a mix of like client blueprints with women, but also with, for their children as well. So I do family bundles and it's just like, it honestly is, I love that aspect of it. I absolutely love talking about children and I just find them so fascinating and there and how, you know, we can look at their chart and see where they are now, if they're seven years old or whatever they might be. And then just know what's to come. Like I can just feel what's to come for them. I can give some guidance to the moms to say, you know, Hey, yeah, this is like where they're really, you know, talented. Cause oftentimes parents, moms, we kind of just think it's normal, right? They just, Oh, well, yeah, my child's this, but aren't all kids like that or whatever it might be. Right. But I'm like, no, no, like he is gifted in this area. Mm -hmm. Like this is really an ability. Like he needs to lean into this. So make sure you're supporting and just kind of give them guidance to look out for particular themes for their lifetime. And I just lights me up. That's amazing. And how, what a beautiful thing to have insight into. If you think about like, as a parent, we really want all the insight and all of the tools and that we can get anything to support and guide and really, I've always felt like, I know some people like talk about how like, you know, kids grow up in the same house and then they end up so different it's like well yeah obviously (laughs) they're different people um but I always think too I don't I mean there's some core things that are the same in the way that I parent my kids but I do parent them very differently because I feel like they just have such different needs like yeah they're just such unique individuals so I would find it impossible to try and personally parent my kids the same way like as another because 
it just wouldn't work. Like what yeah. works with my son is certainly not, does not work with my daughter and vice versa. They just totally. need very unique things from me, I think. So yeah, I think that's such an amazing, incredible tool for a parent to have and to yeah. be able to look at that. So that's wonderful. And I also think it would be interesting for people to hear as far as tips or anything you would say to people who are starting out in their development, whether it's intuitive with the mediumship or any of the modalities. Yeah. So I think, well, I can speak to a major theme for my, me in this lifetime is really also about confidence as well, confidence in my abilities. And so, and that's something that I have been working through and I will continue to always work through. Yeah. But I think just the confidence piece is really, really important for anyone that is developing is that, you know, and I look back over like two and a bit years, I remember when I first came to the first circle and I come in and I'm like, I have no idea like what I'm doing or I'm just like fish out of water. I feel, and that really, it it took me a while to really just kind of settle and calm and breathe because sometimes I tend to stop breathing when my logical mind comes in during like a reading or a practice exercise. So I think just, you know, putting your faith and just trust that like, it will all work out, just continue to show up to have the confidence and the confidence also too. And I know it's something that you always tell us is just to like, let whatever comes through to like, just, just say it, like, just don't hold back. We tend to want to hold back. Cause we're like, Oh, I don't know if this makes sense or it's so out there, but just to let it go. And it's taken me a while to really just let that guard down and to gain that confidence and to really just finally really feel like I feel much like where I'm at when I look back and where I am now in this journey of development, so much more confident. And yeah, you can gain you can gain so much confidence from just strictly doing the development. Like even yeah. if you don't know what you're gonna do with it, which I think is probably the best way. Like I know mm-hmm. lots of people when they start classes are like, well. I just don't know what it's going to lead to. Like, what is this going to give me? And I'm like, well, it's kind of the point to do it and then discover that, you know, in a way. But one thing I can say is that people who come to class, show up, they just are kind of like, okay, I might as well just give it a go. Like they just go with it. Mm -hmm. There's always a building of confidence and a building of trust in yourself, which is worth it on its own. Totally. I think that's so true. Trust in yourself. And I was doing actually just to tell a short story, I was doing like a meditation yesterday and I had a past client who had reached out to me and asked for a little bit of healing. And I said, absolutely. I know she's going through some changes in her life. So I said, okay, like I will definitely send some healing and some prayers and, you know, to your guides during, during a meditation. And I had also thought of another woman that I've been speaking with through like Instagram and she's from my community And I knew that her, you know, we talked about, I did like a little mini kind of little session for her. I know her, her dad was, was quite ill. And then he recently passed away a few days ago. So I just wanted to send some healing and have him and my thoughts and my prayers and during the meditation. And so I was just connecting and I was just in that state and then um, sending some healing. And then I got the visual. I felt he was there and he just sent me through like the scarf. Like I just sensed, okay, the scarf. And then I got the sense that the scarf is for someone that really is having a hard time with this passing, like really, you know, having a really, really difficult time. And then I felt like I saw, like felt his grandsons and was kind of bringing up his grandsons. Mm-hmm. And so I just had passed that along, that message along to her afterwards. And I also, I asked her for her consent to share this story as well, but I sent her a message and she's like, yeah, okay, great. I don't know about the scarf, but I'll, I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah. And it's just that idea of just like, again, putting something that seems seemingly random out there and just letting it trust that it will either make sense or if it doesn't make sense the moment, it will later on and just letting it be. And then she like hours later, she messaged me and she's like, oh my gosh, the scarf. Okay. So my father's sister, my aunt, she just told me about the scarf that she had made. And she was telling my, her brother about it just before he passed away and how she was working on it so you know for such a long time and she was so proud of it and so he wanted to basically validate that he's seen the scarf that she completed and send the heal you know it's just he's okay and I see the scarf and it's this beautiful scarf and she sent me this picture of the scarf from her aunt and she just felt so much like comfort just knowing that that message came through 
And then she also validated that, yeah, like the aunt was having a particularly hard time with his passing of her brother, of course. And so I know that just brought a lot of comfort for them. But, you know, you say scarf and I'm like, "Ah, he wants to bring through a scarf. And I'm thinking in your mind, you try not to think about what it means, but you're like, maybe he has a scarf that he's leaving behind. I don't know. But it it just comes through in the most magical and wonderful way and in a healing way that you just can't predict. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also so beautiful when that happens that way, because part of it is the trust that spirit has in you, that you will deliver what you're getting. And because they know that you're going to do that, they're going to bring you things that can be validated. Mm. So it's just, it goes back to that thing. It's like this relationship with spirit and it is like, trust us with so much like so much and so I think it's so important that we trust them enough that if they show us something if they tell us something if they have us feel something that we are not daunted by it that we actually are like okay well this is what's coming through Mm -hmm. and that we're being true to them and so that's what I think is so amazing because you do it and sometimes in the moment the person is like oh I'm not sure you know and that can be scary because you're like oh my god is this just like did I make this up like is this like just some random thing <laughs> After you do it so long you recognize that like nothing is random that's coming through and that we're not making it up you do get over that but yeah and then that validation for them is huge like so for that and that's huge for her to know about that he's showing that to yes. you you know so yeah. it's, it's beautiful it's amazing how they it's amazing how spirit is able to yes. do that Right? Totally. And and that's what makes this like being in this area just so magical. And like those things happen and I try not to take them for granted, but I it's just because they're so magical and they're such like little miracles. Yeah. It really just being able to be there and witness all of that magic is just it really lights me up and you can see that it brings comfort and healing to others. Yeah. And it's funny because yes, like when I do my blueprint sessions those types of messages will often come through for individuals as well. Like there's going to be often loved ones that come through and they'll just kind of get these downloads and messages or images or feelings. Like when I have a client session, the day of, it's just kind of like, well, Mm -hmm. people will start coming around and things will kind of drop in. And um, it it all goes together, right? Because it's like, they want to send messages of like love or healing or just validation that it's just, it just goes so succinctly with the whole blueprint session. It's just that you are here for such a purpose. You are so supported that you have this energy, this magic in you to really just your highest potential. And that's what this is all about. This is, that's really what this is all about is just to help people reconnect to themselves and to understand why did we come into this lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. It's a huge piece of the healing, right? So yeah, it's a fabulous expression of the soul, you know, like of your soul, what you're giving. So I'm so excited and like super, super just like amazed and in awe of the evolution. And like, you have to take credit for it because I like, obviously spirits guided you and all that but you're the one who showed up you're the one who's trusted you're the one who's also put yourself out there which is really really not easy it takes a ton of courage to to do that so and it's so that you can empower other people to do the same you know so just know that other people are inspired by that and to just keep going oh thank you yeah Yeah, it's hard it's challenging and it, it really is um it's really much a surrender thing. And, and going back to your question about like any advice, I think just as you mentioned, but just surrendering, showing up, not necessarily having a plan or knowing exactly where it's going to take you, but just to be open and to ask for spirit, for the universe to just show you how you can show up for others or how you can use your healing and whatever abilities to really just do what you need to do. And um, yeah, I think it's just been such a journey and there's always going to be that self-doubt, right? And always that it's like, it's just, I know what I'm doing is right, but it's just, it can be very, very challenging on on that, on that path. But it's just, I think that spirit will validate and give you those little miracles and give you those little signs just to say, keep going. And I, one of the signs I've been getting a lot lately are like, 
and I may have mentioned this during one of our sessions or one of our circle classes, but white feathers will just like always appear. <laughs> like me too. Like, yeah. Do they? Okay. Out of thin air. Yes. And I'll just be like talking to spirit or even just thinking something about like, oh, my angels or something. I'll literally just have the inclination to put my hand out and it'll like fall in my hand, like a white feather just in front of me. It's so random because I think I even mentioned one time I was like driving and it's like a little tiny little white feather of I don't know maybe like a down I don't even know what it would be from but like it just kind of came from the roof of my car and I'm like how is that possible you know and right and you're just kind of going through your day and then there's a little white thing and you're just like okay like and I just know especially recently I think just with like creating everything I've done the last little while spirits just really saying like keep going, keep going, keep going. Just you're on the right track because yeah, you just need that validation because it, it's, it can be challenging at times just to keep, to keep moving forward, but it's, you just know it's the right thing. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think those magical signs and synchronicities and moments really do sort of fill us with that energy that we need, you know, it kind of like rejuvenates you and gets you like, charged you know there's something that happens and it's like oh okay like we just want to have that feeling more and more so it's yeah it's amazing it's all magical uh, for sure what about as far as people finding you where can they find you yeah so I'm primarily on Instagram right now so you can find me at underscore awakening you I have a website coming just being under development right now. It'll be awakeningyou.ca, but that would be the best way to reach out to me and to connect. Beautiful. Well, I really thank you so much, not only for the incredible soul blueprint, which I will cherish, but also for coming and sharing with us, with the listeners and inspiring other people. And just really for having entrusted me to be a part of your journey or, you know, to assist you in some of that. I just feel like it's a real blessing. So thank you. Oh, thank you. This has been such a, I mean, Talking anytime in this realm is just, it's just, and with a like-minded person and a like-minded community is just lights me up. So I really appreciate this time and inviting me on. Wonderful. All right. We'll leave it there. Everyone else, you know where to find me, melissawhitemedium.com. You can find me on Instagram medium melissa white melissa white medium. I think it's melissa white medium and otherwise we will talk soon. So take care. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or feel free to leave a rating and a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa White Medium or on Facebook, Psychic Medium Melissa White. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.